are you watching the india australia women's not bad. it's a, they're losing they're losing no no they're, they're, they're losing, losing. They're they losing. need they need 46 and 27 dude smriti mandana 73 or 46 she started hammering now oh ha oh. ah. then no prospect but no hmm. won't happen tv empire to director we have a player review can we rock and roll please Hello and welcome to episode 49 of Bits and Pieces, the friendliest cricket podcast. This episode comes to you in a rare week when England actually failed to win at something in the sporting arena. The practitioners of baseball, the holders of the ODI World Cup and the T20 champions have finally lost at something. I'm of course talking of their football World Cup defeat against France, but such are the times that we will take even that. Right then let's get down to business introducing our special panel for the day starting with this person who when he's not beaming away with smiles on his insta he's eating up the miles on his creta or he's just eating away whatever is on his plate before number crunching net run rate data a warm welcome back to the pod samir mohan how are you doing thankfully i'm back at my own house so and it's freezing in bangalore so yeah good to be reading in bangalore and it's great to have you back samir well samir is famous for his bonda talks our next panelist is famous at panda docs where he works he is the king of good times <laughs> who puts the i dear in iberia the glass of port in portugal these days however this lisbon lotario is back to being a chennai casanova and this week he once again kindly graces our podcast welcome back multi talented murli stand up sadak open how is it going it's good to be back on the podcast good to be back in chennai with my pop filter on and thanks for that phenomenal introduction yeah super stuff moving on then his jokes are all pg13 his newsletter is full of gk and after amir khan shot three idiots at his campus he went on to shoot pk you can take the best bits of pg13 gk and pk and you get pgk our podcast is many things but our biggest selling point is that this is the only corner of the internet where pgk is available for free and not behind a paywall say hello pgk how are you doing <laughs> oh that is so nice thank you so much very nice to be here and i love 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 the intro Lastly then the man who single handedly responsible for bringing more voices on this podcast if you are a good natured cricket fan on social media chances are you have received a medal and lots of love from choppy choppernos abhishek chopra matter of time then before he will convert you from a listener of this podcast to a panelist with his warmth and persuasiveness how are you doing today chops all good all good da thank you so much great then it's episode 49 let's jump right into it starting with the very interestingly poised second test at multan where pakistan need another 157 runs with six wickets in hand in the baseball versus jazba series brought to you by the hall the target for pakistan was of course made possible after harry brooked no negative thoughts in fact harry caned pakistan and penalized them by sending the ball long and far <laughs> over the bar and as you can see clearly i'm taking a lot of joy from england's defeat in the football world cup but uh, this test also looks quite interesting and maybe pakistan will pull off a win i'll start off with pgk what are your thoughts on the action from i'll, I'll just i'll just say before i get into pakistan because this is really uh, interesting because while we are recording we are recording late at night on sunday and right now the second t20 is happening between <laughs> the india women's team and australia women's team and rachna is 
messaging on the groups asking are you watching what's going on and right now uh india are chasing 187 and they are 148 for 3 they need 40 runs in 22 balls and smriti mandana has just started to go berserk and oh smriti mandana just and she, literally she just got out <laughs> she just got out what the hell? this is literally the live jinx it's not even <laughs> we are up to a lot of high jinx and this is the live jinx bad luck then oh no and- Old Sutherland, seventy nine or forty. Okay, now I don't think they'll win. Okay, anyway, never mind. Chalo, going back to Pakistan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done, PJK. Thank you, PJK. Well done, After well interrupting done. Interrupting regular service with that uh, with that deep call. <laughs> this is like that breaking news, no? Where like we interrupt this important program to bring you something. Well, actually, never mind. Forget it. <laughs> 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 oh, one fun fun. I I actually have so many torn, conflicted emotions about what's happening between England and Pakistan. At one level, um, as Cart says, anyone but England. So I'm really happy when they lose. But at the same time, I think one thing that got really clear after the first test, at least, is that we made a lot of jokes about baseball. We all said that it was probably something that works under circumstances, certain circumstances, which is probably true. but it doesn't look like they're letting up and it looks like they have really unlocked something that we could have made fun of for a while and said oh this is not something that's going to happen they've clearly unlocked something there's no doubt about it even after watching the second test you see how they are playing like this is a new like i'm an mba so i'm going to use that word it is a very paradigm shifting oh. moment at least for <laughs> test cricket so blue ocean yeah. <laughs> uh i was really happy to see abrar Uh, I like the fact that, like, even Zainab was there last week, and she was talking about how should play Abrar. Why aren't you playing Abrar? And they played Abrar, and Abrar got eleven wickets. Uh, great, good to know. But then we all know that the mark of a true spinner is not the first test, but also the tenth test, the twentieth test, the fifteenth test. Bracket C, Ajanta Mendis. So I think mm. we know that first test was great, but it really depends on a lot of things going forward. So yeah, Pakistan have interestingly poised, as they say, to use the cliche. I hope they. Pakistan. Yes. Yeah, but somehow I don't know. It just feels like I'm starting to become more like a Pakistan supporter, like a typical Pakistan supporter who are looking at it and saying, "Why are you keeping hope? Nothing is going to happen." Mm. And to quote Zainab, "Sab gade." So I've not been following the cricket very closely. Uh, I've obviously got glimpses of Abrar's brilliant spell on the first day. And on that note, I have a joke. Seven English batsmen walked into Abrar. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, but other than that, when I saw that England were on the verge of setting a target, I was like, okay, does Pakistan have enough time? And then I noticed the Test match is not even <laughs> halfway through, and uh, the fourth innings has begun. So the good thing for Pakistan is they have two whole days to potentially chase uh, whatever is remaining of that target. Speaking of time, sorry, I just want to say that Murli is the one who actually like nailed it completely uh, when he basically said that how. England essentially have what they have done is they just taken time out of the equation in all test matches now going forward that's the gameplay which i thought was like a wonderful way to talk about what has fundamentally changed more than i'm else. i have a question a trivia question for all of you on the panel whoever can tell me what the sequence is ben stokes brendan mccallum adam gilchrist chris gale jacks callis what is the sequence sorry can you repeat the names again Ben Stokes, Brendan McCallum. So, of course, the biggest practitioners of yeah, baseball, right uh, on top. This is highest sixes in Test cricket. 
Uh, so Stokes has now tied on 107 with McCollum. Gilchrist had hit exactly 100, then Gale 98, Callis 97, Sevag 91. So that's where you are. Um, yeah, Samir Mohan, please come into this podcast and tell us your thoughts on all the sixes that Ben Stokes and the rest of England have been hitting. <laughs> More than the six, the way he got out to Abrar in the first innings was an absolute gem. Just turning pages of history, trying to understand... you know how the sub- subcontinent lately has been a breeding ground for risk spinners right like right from wait, the time wait, which say, which part of the subcontinent are you looking at i think mean, let's keep bangladesh out of the bowlers please give bangladesh out of it hello i think you are missing the elephant in the room in the country of yeah, elephants we, we are the subpar continent he's missing right now. the snake in the room da snake in the room yeah, yeah i'm doing the snake dance but um Fundamentally, the one thing is, uh, I, I went back to an old uh, Jared Kimber video, which was around uh, how Dan Lawrence got foxed by Ashwin, and then you know he he goes on at length to talk about how England's trying to breed spinners and at Hyderabad and all of that thing, and 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 then I'm trying to contextualize that that at the drop of a hat we are getting people right, like there is Abrar. there is there is nawaz the shadab khan who's who if fully fit is probably the best all-rounder that can emerge from pakistan sri lanka just do like a mini mini mining and some mystery spinner or some leg spinner will come hasaranga salanka sandakan who a lot of people forgot you just absolutely brilliant uh, performance from pakistan especially after what happened in the first game i also love how imam played till the time he had he just got out like like jackley just prized the wicket i would actually put that wicket to the pitch as well i just went back and 2004 uh, same stadium was when sevag hit 309 i think uh, third day end of third day sachin tendulkar turns up uh, pakistan were going well they were absolutely like motoring along sachin ah. tendulkar turns up bowls moin khan around the leg can you tell me what happened uh, next ball after moin khan got out the day ended <laughs> it was i think the last ball of day 3 <laughs> correct but then what happened first ball of day 4 i believe abdul razak got out so who will win pakistan and and i'm calling it All now right. pakistan i think have okay. done enough if if south shakil negotiates the first section uh, first session tomorrow i think there is a chance murli is shaking his head vehemently no no absolutely not no there is a lot that's going there's there's not just data that's going against them first of all i tried to look at what are the average scores and then i saw this beautiful stat that said the grand total of test played at multan are 5 and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> how how can i go back and compare data points for this because the highest chase score probably is the only time somebody played a fourth innings in this five tests uh, yeah. and the greatest part is nobody from this entire pakistan team has ever stepped inside to play tests the last play test was in 2006 so nobody has a clue how to play here but all of that still being said i think there is some amount of resilience teeth and 
pure grit that is with the england team that i don't see happening with pakistan they are relentless in coming back i don't i'm talking about the silly things of rubbing the ball on somebody's head or going at them with with the, with the kind with the kind of like i won't stop trying to get these people out which i don't see in any other test team at all in this world right now that i've never seen this kind of belief come in number 2 i think the pitch is beginning to do things yes it wasn't like the most fearsome pitch out there but it is beginning to do things the cracks are beginning to act up and i cannot write off jimmy anderson who's 700 years old and he's still <laughs> coming back flaming and raging each time doing reverse swinging in swinging seeming beautiful deliveries and i think there is a lot that pakistan have to do to you said you know i'm really eager about the second session i'm eager to see if there is a second session i don't even <laughs> think i don't think a second session is on the cards because pakistan have a lot going against them and to think these are fairly or i'm i'm not going to will jax is not saklain mushtaq man but he's still coming and bowling like he really wants to extract something out of the pitch he's testing them and like i put uh, on the whatsapp group earlier i think there needs to be a counter attacking mentality to write off 30 40 runs off the deficit for them to say okay i'm closer towards 150 runs that i have remaining i don't see that happening from pakistan especially with saud shakil and with uh, imamul haq going at the kind of way they're going i had chance with imam gone i don't think so so Nathan. Yeah. Ah, no, no, you don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Nathan may be wearing green, but he is not necessarily from Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. No, but see I, this I, I just think that Murli just has nailed it. It's hundred percent correct. Like there was just one point where they had some intent uh, to use that word uh, when uh, Rizwan was like going berserk, but. literally that was the only point in time where it felt like okay finally somebody is trying to counter attack then i see after the end of the day i'm like oh run rate through the day 3.2 i'm like oh god like back is but do you think uh, baseball has actually impacted the way england bowls or has it only impacted the way they've batted i know you mentioned they are doing whatever it takes murli to get a wicket including rubbing the ball on bald people's heads and all of that but that is just like more feels no like they might have done that even pre baseball the bowling is still broadly the same right it was broadly and andersonly the same but it was always <laughs> this way right relentless and keeping it out there has it really changed the way they bowl just one slight difference is that i one results are different they have been getting 20 wickets fairly consistently outside of england in england this was never a, a worry they always used to get and, and india knows they have all the history but outside of england for them to get 20 wickets was not that, that common and number 2 i they were never a country that were genuinely proud of their spinners you could name a few here what montipanasa did in india at times graham swan but they weren't the spin loving country that produced greatness but to take fairly odd ordinary spinners I, i'm not writing off jack leach and to do the kind of 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 menace that they bring to the table where you won't even be able to score off me i want you to put your wicket on the line to score one run off me kind of bowling mm. is i think genuinely gritty I, i i watched about 25 30 overs and and south shakil could not go after the ball he couldn't walk down the pitch and genuinely be headed over mid mid on or mid wicket with the kind of confidence which england did to abrar and abrar could turn it left right center backwards he could do multiple things with the cricket ball and yet harry brook who has played a grand total of maybe four matches in his life and he's like 7 years old comes right <laughs> down and whacks the ball over and i think that's magical to watch and that's yeah. the grit i'm talking about yeah. i'll, I'll so let he, jobs come in i'll just say two things very quickly number one is that uh, right now if you look at the match uh, india need nine runs of four balls What? and oh. yeah What? you have to do ball by ball 
yeah richard josh is at playing 23 of 11 and uh, she's gotten three sixes she just like demolished them so yeah they need nine of four Excellent. so it's down to the wire anyway i'll keep everyone posted jobs you do realize that our listeners don't listen to this live right <laughs> <laughs> yeah job, but uh, see the yeah. interesting thing about the the thing that you asked no nitin which is about is this anything to do with bowling the part that i found most interesting is how anderson as morley says 700 years old not just the age anderson is the most khadus guy in the world he is literally the most cynical a guy who's just like oh what is all this is just nonsense and he's saying after the last test that this was the best test match i played in yeah. it's not like he batted it's not like he scored so if baseball clearly has something there is something yeah. about the whole game as well oh wow there is oh wow six runs amazing what baseball has done to england's bowling i think the fundamental shift is that uh, someone like anderson or perhaps to even some extent broad they are no longer workhorses under root uh, i think i have not checked the numbers for it but my sense is that anderson and broad and even someone like jofra archer whose injuries or spate of injuries is often credited to how joe root used him uh, the bowlers are definitely being used differently plus uh, joe root uh, sorry ben stokes does not take a backward step with his field placing i mean it's difficult to sort of say how bowling has been impacted but i mean without commenting on field placing so i think that's the other thing that has changed and uh, the the belief that has been shown in jack leach uh, is immense i mean he's he's not your best slow left arm bowler in history or whatever perhaps not even the best that england has produced but i think the belief that has been shown in him even after the carting that he received in um, the ashes last year is is something else i mean and and the field placing that he has been receiving from ben stokes is certainly one to look out for uh, in terms of the test i think uh, i completely agree with what murli said the pitch has started doing a bit uh, there were three bold dismissals today and all three of them were i mean obviously down to the skill of the english uh, bowlers but anderson got rizwan of a beauty Shafiq was out to whom would I think of a of an in swinging ball and yeah. Uh, yeah Robinson did quite well too so Pakistan are not going to counter attack I don't think they've that much of a batting scene left it's the tail after Aga Salman yeah Aga Salman and then the tail so I'm not okay. really yeah. convinced that Pakistan have a chance okay I interrupt this news program to basically say <laughs> the result of the Australia women and India women match the match is tied Oh, oh. oh. we have a super over scene. <laughs> Ball out. No, I don't know. So wait, some, first there was something wrong with cricket. Hey, penalties. Let's do penalties just to. <laughs> <laughs> It's the season. Super It's over. It's the season. They needed five runs of the last ball, and uh, Devika Vaidya hits a four and ties the match. Behind point, it was a beautiful wide yorker that she carves out between point. It's oh wow! So over. so this continues now. Wonderful. Through the yeah. podcast now, we will talk about the super over as well. Brilliant. It's going to be good fun. I we ended up jinxing <laughs> the opposition. I didn't mention earlier one of the calling cards of this podcast is it is one of the very few places or the only place in the internet where you get PGK free of cost. This also is one of the few places where you can follow this match free of cost. I don't know uh, if you guys are aware there were people trying to get into the stadium to watch this India yeah. Australia game and uh, yeah. the, the gates were shut and they said sorry no more tickets tickets sold out. <laughs> Multan actually has two uh, men's test venues and what happened in the other match that ah, happened yeah, in yeah. a multan test venue ah uh, yeah tell us go ahead 
ओके सो बेसिकली दिस वाज 1980 वेस्ट इंडीज टूर ऑफ पाकिस्तान न्यू इयर्स टेस्ट एट मुल्तान इन अनदर स्टेडियम कॉल्ड इद्रिस ए बेग एंड विवियन रिचर्ड स्कोर्ड टेस्ट सेंचुरी व्हिच वाज वेरी अनलाइक विवियन रिचर्ड्स ही टुक 6 आवर्स और समथिंग लाइक दैट टू स्कोर टेस्ट सेंचुरी एंड देयर इज अ scary scary west indies uh, pace bowler called silvester crark who was being hit by oranges and other all sorts of things by the spectators and he retaliated by throwing a brick which was being used as a boundary marker into the crowd and injured oh, i think a, a student union leader or something like that if i'm not wrong how can he throw a brick man it's not like apples and oranges <laughs> <laughs> but silvester clark is known to be a little Uh, no well it's fine i mean but this taking a page out of ms dhoni's book right dhoni famously said it is not like when we lo- when we win we take <laughs> hockey sticks and go and beat up the fans so they should not attack us when we best do. sentence ever <laughs> said best. mr clark did it silvester nitin clark what is your take on this pakistan game i think it's knife edge man like uh, the the flip side to baseball is that you know when you could potentially set a target of 600 you end up setting a target of 350 because you are like we are going hammer and tongs we are not going to hold back and that i think gives pakistan a very very slim chance i agree with most of you that england should win this nine times out of 10 they will but in recent years we have seen fourth innings targets getting overhauled right and i agree the pitch is doing things now but it is really one partnership and people holding their nerves i don't see it happening samir exactly. uh, say but uh, yeah I, i do expect yeah like murli said it's possible this won't even last beyond lunch but we don't know i would yeah. i say there's a I 10% chance i think within chance. 15 hours yeah. reverse ah, swing will possible. start and that's it then very it's, wow, it's over <laughs> yeah. i know we've, we've spent, <laughs> we will uh, we will revisit all of this in episode 15 by the way i will we will again put that funny thing <laughs> back you think and play everything da samir your your come up and always comes one episode later <laughs> so yeah i love to uh, apologize no. to zaira one more he but then he doesn't apologize to you da samir he only apologizes to zaira every time this happens ah. by the way <laughs> So okay. I know we've spoken about bas- baseball a lot in uh, previous episodes right but there was this uh, tweet thread that I came across after their uh, first test win this is from Hari Govind S uh, who goes by at holy cricket underscore 513 okay he's a cricket fan this is the thread I think a lot of the chat about the nature of baseball is wholly missing the point baseball is not a strategic ploy It's a contrivance for these overworked, overstressed, underachieving cricketers to disentangle themselves from the result and enjoy themselves. Stokes' disinterest in cricket following the demise of his father is documented in his movie. Meanwhile, English players too were bogged down by the schedule and unable to discover the joy in cricket. Baseball is designed to entertain not just the crowd but also the cricketers. There is a reason why nobody has brought into the rhetoric of baseball more than Stokes himself. There is a reason why England claims it doesn't matter if they lose. As far as they are concerned, it is good enough if they can put up with this inhuman schedule and simply play. Seen from this lens, baseball is not a tale of an altruistic moral desire to make test cricket more exciting. Baseball could be a tale of loss. Baseball could be a tale of rediscovery, of redemption. and that is more titillating titillating than certain obviously untrue narratives i thought it was very interesting right uh, sorry can i can i just interrupt and basically say that elon musk just announced today that he's changing the twitter character limit from 280 characters to 4000 characters <laughs> so you are actually we, this is how we actually might be reading tweets going forward that log speech that you gave <laughs> this is what tweet <laughs> going forward yeah 
Yeah. If sorry, this is going to stop the horrible threads that are going around, absolutely okay with it. But yeah. <laughs> best part of those threads is after 25 tweets, they link back the first tweet. I mean, this is an endless loop. You can keep reading the same. <laughs> oh, I just, I was just seeing uh, since uh, Murli mentioned it. I was just seeing the previous tests held in Pakistan, uh, held in Multan. And there is an England-Pakistan test that happened in 2005. Pakistan won by 22 runs. Uh, huh. Just trying to see... This is the well. Parmesan running out in Zaman tour, right? Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's the one. And, and Marcus Triscothic had a 193. Ah, and even okay. then England lost, man. Yeah, hmm. it wasn't easy to win in the subcontinent. Yeah. So, but this I is mean, very interesting, you... right? And this is why the, the targets often are on the edge. Shoebak. Oh, this is the test that I think Zainab mentioned on the group too. Shoebak ah. took three wickets and Danish yeah. Kaneria four wickets. Correct. Kaneria spun out England once. I remember that. Yeah. But that's that's the thing, right? E- even if you look at the uh, the the fifth test, the f- infamous fifth test against India, right? The way England batted in the first innings. I know we all came together. Oh, that is the off. first test. One one of test, right? Ah, that one of <laughs> test. Uh, correct. correct, correct. <laughs> revisionist history. <laughs> Episode 50 of Revisionist history. Yeah. Even there, if you remember the way Stokes got out, for instance, in the first innings, etc. It was a crazy shot, right? Like completely yeah. not keeping with context of the game. Maybe England are playing to have fun when not to win, right? And, and in the process, they're just completely uh, muddying the puddle for everyone else, making it tougher for them to compete with them. And yeah, the, the problem now with... You can't bowl attritionally to England anymore. That really is what has changed. You have to keep bowling for wickets because if they're bad for half an hour, they're going to take the game away, right? It's a team full of Sevaks. So, yeah, let's see what happens on day five. Lots it's of a success. team full of punts because this is what we said, a different punt. We said he's going out to have fun, allow him to do what he does best. Yeah. He'll give us a chance to win. They have an entire 11 that's willing to do it relentlessly. Only Pope is scoring at 100 strike rate. What is going yeah, on with dude, this world? <laughs> even even people in England are like, oh, Ollie Pope can't play spin. Okay, people in England on English pitches, they're like, he can't play spin. Yeah. Nonsense. <laughs> Because yeah, exactly. he wants to only last 51 balls and score 51 <laughs> runs and that's a beautiful target to go after. Absolutely. And I think, and also the, the reason why I'm disagreeing so hard with all of you is I even looked at this, right? They, yeah, we are all agreeing with you, da. Except for Only for Samir, only for Samir. And I, and I really wish I were wrong. But for, if, for them to even score 250 or 300 runs in the fourth innings in general in Pakistan has been very hard. In this test with this kind of a pitch, and the last wasn't even a pitch. It was just a tiled, whatever you call it. It was, yeah, it was tiled floor. They took the Taj Mahal floor and laid it there. But now it's an actual pitch and it's tending to crack. I don't see them hitting 355. That's why I was so like vehement about, you know, my belief system. I, I have a better explanation for the first test pitch. I remember there was this one tweet from some Pakistani army commander who basically put a photo of Three, four, hey, you're calling it a better explanation. Pakistani army commander. Okay, sorry. Adi, what? So, so he put a photo yeah. of some F, F-16s landing on the highway. It was that. And yes, uh, I will interrupt my own thought to say that India has set 20 runs in the super over. Uh, they sure, managed to man. tie 187. And Multiple sixes and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beth Mooney is going to come and bat and she's got 80s, back-to-back 80s. I don't know. Australia shouldn't chase this, but let's see. Let's see what hey, happens. Hey, Some but, but wait, wait. I, I Go back to your F-16. I didn't understand what you said. What is huh, the so F-16 the F-16 was, <laughs> it was a landing strip. 
it was a landing ah. strip and england managed to win a game on a landing strip right like now that whole batches out of the game has a new meaning time now you just bash people out of the game you just bash people so baski ank <laughs> i i don't know what this is going to create probably a good look will be the upcoming county in how you know individual uh, teams will approach approach their whole this one the county shield or whatever and see what results come up right like and then we can truly say if basketball yeah, that will be like, interesting to see it'll be interesting to see if this now percolates to the way first class cricket is played in yeah. if it no so i i've been so, reading and, about this yeah. uh, this england lions scene which again i'll point out is a very odd name for the 80 but uh, i think i think the england lions uh, are also seeing the the lessons that the senior team is putting up and when they convened in abu dhabi i think the uh, lions versus uh, main team match happened a lot of the guys came out i mean it's it's a good thing to say if if they are the guys who are going to select you or not select you it's a good thing to praise them but they came out and said something pretty genuine sounding things about how this has sort of inspired them to approach their cricket differently uh, and especially the spin department i mean rehan ahmed was someone who uh, pgk spoke about in the last episode as well so uh, i mean the english guys talking up spinners is is a new thing in itself so i i think it's going to percolate down to uh, the first class scene too uh, depends on when they play their cricket i mean ah that's the challenge right because on those pitches these dibbly dobblies wibbly wobblies are going to still rule yeah why is it why is it that only the england a team is saying such things about the england main team india a team has no respect for india team india team has no respect for india a team you know who is the spinner in the india a team right now that is happening in bangladesh you know who that lead spinner is please don't say jayant yadav of course it is jayant yadav the lead oh spinner God. is jayant yadav Bacha, you said spinner da you said spinner <laughs> Shots, man. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, and why does the Jayant Yadav keep coming back? He already played a test this year, also I think uh, against Sri Lanka yeah. or something. What is? How did they? How does he Dude, keep coming back? Before baseball, there was Jayant Yadav who has a test hundred against this very England team. Do not speak yes. ill of Karun Nair, Jayant Yadav, and other people who have been in the news recently. The relics from the <laughs> past that India have brought back. Why is Kuldeep not playing? I don't understand. Why are you playing Jayant Yadav? I'm not understanding anything. What's going on? Jayant Yadav playing first class for Haryana. Jayant Yadav playing first class for Haryana. And Kuldeep is playing for India. Wait, wait! Everyone will get a heart attack if they listen to the name they've brought back. Jayant Yadav Unadkat. Exactly. So last time Jaydev Unadkar played for India in Test cricket was in 2010 <laughs> under M S Dhoni when Suresh Raina was still a Test cricketer when baseball was not even a concept when England were still shit at one day cricket when Brendan McCallum was still playing international cricket when Ben Stokes was still a figment of all our imagination when David Cameron was still the Prime Minister of U of U K and then you have had Theresa May Boris Johnson Liz Truss Rishi Sunak and now. Okay, you wrote this down, or you remember all no, this? No, man. No, I have the list of <laughs> list of UK prime ministers. I have opened. <laughs> the rest just came off in flow. Still pretty good. That was a good monologue. <laughs> good, like, super. Unad cut, man. Like, where did any of you see this coming? I ever to be uh, to be fair to the guy, he's had a good he's first been class season. Well, yeah. He's been bowling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's bowling well. He's had a good first class season. We have to. There is a very big difference. Where are the batsmen? <laughs> Who are the batsmen? <laughs> It's a good one, but he has the numbers. 
as as samir no, would point out he has well. the numbers to back him but uh, unath cut guys in test cricket which this 2000 test was 2010 south test africa was the one that south africa really just double right? 100 No, no, that was 2014. 2010 was when Callis got a double hundred. AB de Villiers was sweeping 360 degree sweeps of a left arm seamer on debut in his teenage years, being thrust into the Test team. This was the Test match in Centurion. Man, I don't know. When, whenever I think Old of Jairo Unarkar, I only think of Dhoni smashing his IPL. That's all that comes to my mind. <laughs> it's like I think yeah. of that, and when I like, think of Unarkar, oh. I think of IPL auctions. Dude, every year he gets hit. The more he gets hit, the more he gets paid the next year by some other team. <laughs> like, just keeps going up. Every it'll happen again now we're over international player again right mm, i guess cut. the only positive if okay if you have to be optimistic about the whole thing i guess the <laughs> one positive is left armer so i don't think india have had a left arm bowler in test i think it was just natrajan last was natrajan uske uh, baad they have yeah, good point before natrajan who last played who was the last left arm seamer probably zaheer irfan probably ha zaheer probably zaheer irfan zaheer irfan nera 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 after the rp singh RPC oh, yes RPC or oh, remember calling him back for the vacation yes Miami and i think he might end up playing also right uh, unadkat might probably be in the 11 for the test match against bangladesh the interesting part is it's coming a season where batsmen across teams uh, no no boundaries no filters have just gone for it right like rituraj riyan parag uh, everyone's had like a stellar season right and unadkat getting 19 of what 9 games 10 games and almost going to the final almost winning the final right again rituraj scored a century for maharashtra and uh, topped by another century by sheldon jackson pck you want to interrupt just want to update? interrupt and say that india women have won the match no! technically they've technically won because now they've they need 15 of 2 so in the famous words of sunil gavaskar right and no balls are bold <laughs> <laughs> great news Finally, India winning something in cricket. We are all very, very happy. Which also yes. means it is time that we can address the uh, uh, the trauma that we are all dealing with, which is the recent series defeat against Bangladesh. And I will start with PGK. We <laughs> lost the one day series two one. We will come to Ishan Kishan, but his favorite that, favorite team. <laughs> oh, please tell us meeting how are you dealing with this terrible <laughs> terrible week which has followed very terrible terrible weeks but i am surely this is the worst for you i think somebody was saying i think it was cause cause was saying again and again oh no it is bangladesh they keep winning at home you have to check at the records you have to look at it and i'm like i don't care i don't fucking <laughs> care it is bangladesh why are we losing to bangladesh i have no idea and i think the third odi to some extent like put some kind of soothing balm on my wounds but <laughs> but still i just like that was the only part you know in fact the first odi second odi i didn't even watch it but the third odi when i saw ishan kishan hitting i'm like this i will watch this i have to watch <laughs> and i switched on the tv full screen i sat on the couch and i'm like i will watch this thrashing and i watched it and i watched it with lot of joy until he got out then kohli got out then i was like great now it's fine now just the faces of all the bangladeshis screaming crying was nice it was good to watch so <laughs> they were crying i enjoyed it i i i won't i, I won't lie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean what do at the end of it also you realize india could have won should have won 30 to be mm-hmm. honest they had bangladesh 50 short of the target nine down in the first odi and then 60 for six or whatever in the second odi 
and yeah. somehow managed to lose both games like my point that i was telling someone right is that everyone is now talking about process so process process everyone is talking about process no people who who last came and said about process somebody came and spoke about process some unlikely person from the indian team he also was basically <laughs> like oh we have to believe in the process i'm like what is this some word so the thing is that fine you believe are you believe in the process fine okay i'll believe in the process but what is the process someone explain <laughs> the process to me if dravid or lakshman or rohit or anyone can come and say look this is the process and this means that we're going to lose some bilaterals even if it is to bangladesh so pgk please chill i know it will feel bad but it's okay it's fine all right no problem i'll get through it it's okay no, no. dravid explain no we are losing at one day as because we were focusing on t20s for the last two years <laughs> Because there were two T Twenty World Cups, <laughs> so yeah. we've all forgotten what happened at the T Twenty World Cups. <laughs> and now they're saying everybody's injured. The problem is injury. We have to go nah. to talk to NCA. Why is everybody getting injured? I think Mohan <laughs> Krishnamurthy has a reason why people are getting injured a lot. <laughs> why are they getting injured like ten months after the IPL? Now, what is this residual trauma that shows up later? Is it? <laughs> and But, this Rahul Dravid's reason sounds really shallow. How? How can? <laughs> what, Bangladesh played the same World Cup. Bangladesh didn't yeah. come after a holiday. <laughs> they played the same World Cup yeah. and they Zealand came. In, yeah. yeah, everybody Mahal. came and they played. And Mehdi Hasan Miraj. Had played 67 ODS before and scored 600 runs in all of them combined. <laughs> yeah, like he, he had an average of 20. He had an average yeah. of 20 before. Yeah. And he he had to score a hundred against us, man. Like we we write our own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> But I I want to call out one thing, right? Obviously, these are terrible times for Indian cricket. Probably going into a lull. But also, we had two insane performances in the last week from the Indian team, right? But first was Rohit Sharma showing up with a. I don't know. Uh, you know, he cut open the thumb from his glove, and this thumb had to stick out because it wouldn't fit into the glove otherwise. And he scored what fifty odd or twenty odd balls, nearly that was a great won that, that game. That was a wonderful innings. Right? He played yeah, that, and then Ishan Kishan. Where you can say what you want, dead rubber and all of that, but uh, that was a seriously insane innings, right? With ten sixes, and he was on course to hit the first triple hundred in one day cricket, right? Now I, I I just go back a few years. Uh, I remember when in a test match in Kolkata where Azharuddin walked out after he had been hit on the head. He he uh, went away, then came back and scored that seventy-five ball hundred, right? The famous hundred. We still talk about that match today. If I were to think of an Ishan Kishan, uh, you know, sort of analogy, Dinesh Mungia once scored hundred and sixty odd against Zimbabwe. In a I think it was a dead rubber ODI or it was a decider ODI, but it was against Zimbabwe at home, and people still remember that innings. Now these two knocks, Rohit Sharma and Ishan Kishan, we are now what forty minutes into this podcast, and we it is not even in the top of our list. For me, this is the biggest sign of the glut of cricket that Indian cricket fans are being subject. They are, don't have good things to say about the few good things happening with Indian cricket. At a time when Indian is losing everything, it's it is a sign that there is something seriously wrong with the schedule. Nowadays, the chatter has just gone from. A corner of this podcast, which is specifically Tony's corner. Oh, corner of foreign field. <laughs> corner. Of... <laughs> <laughs> to to pretty much some people on this podcast to basically out there, right? Like I think every second question that's being asked is what's happening with Sanju Samson, right? Like you cannot bench someone who has that insane ODI average. That's number one, and number two is crazily enough, right? Like you see the losses. It's criminal if you are sixty nine for six and you don't win the game. You let someone. for a century same with the first game when you almost had 100 for uh, 130 for 7 or 8 and then you are like 
this guy turns up and scores what almost a 50 or something so uh, is there any attack is there any common sense towards how we are going to approach an opponent irrespective whether it's bangladesh whether it's some mino or someone right and the more i think about this i'm just starting to feel that the nca is a bit like hotel california there are just too many <laughs> bowlers and batsmen checking in no one's uh, getting out from rehab that's the reason why we have to get a kuldeep say and an abhimanyu ishwaran jaydev unathkar by the way you know who's the new director of nca now ramesh pawar by the way speaking of ramesh pawar let me just say something really beautiful is going on um india won the game the india women's team and they are actually doing a lap around the field okay nice. and nice. with the indian flag just this is how much this win means to this team that's a uh, great win and the yeah. and the thing is that when they're going around the field like when you know that the men's team when they do this entire lap around the ring there's like a, accompanied by like a huge support staff and cameras yeah nothing it's just like eight women just literally eight right. women just walking around like it's a college game and they're with the flag and they're just walking around the game just what about the remaining three well i think the others are also around oh. ahead front, ahead front no, but it's just running. it's so nice okay. to see it's just a very excellent but tell so us about the crowd how many people are there because the tickets were sold out apparently uh i i can see whatever shots i saw of the crowd it just feels like the crowd is still there and they are also waving and oh amazed but cool decently nice. full about uh, about uh, 50 to 60% occupancy of sorts if i can put it that way yeah enough people oh, you can see pretty good man in the crowds yeah it, it's not it's not empty Actually, this by is dy patel no i don't know where this is yeah this is dy patel yeah yeah dy patel it is dy patel yeah this is i will stick my neck out and say this is a good crowd but dy patel this is 35 40% at best ipl yeah, crowd you have like man. people Dude, in the rafters it's okay, a good man. crowd lots of people man you can see it in the background and i think it's also partly because indian cricket fans want something to get behind and the men's team is not providing that right now totally fine if that is what means that they're going and watching women's cricket i hope the women's team continues to do well while the men's team is doing badly it will give them great oh, attention shit. i don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill here but uh, So Ishan Kishan got out when India were 305 in 35.5 overs which means 14 overs left and yeah, yeah. and then they didn't actually 100. score you're right yeah Washington Sundar these are our finishers being tried out right now Washington <coughs> Sundar 37 of 27 Akshar Patel 20 of 17 Shardul Thakur 305 in fact after 43 overs you had Washi and Shardul batting and there was a i thought yeah. there's a genuine chance India won't last 50 overs <laughs> despite yeah. one double hundred and one hundred being scored right so Seriously, everything yeah. about the, the team is currently broken There's the no irony of this odi team is that we can rant about all of these things but we also know <laughs> this is exactly like the t20 before the t20 world cup we said that oh you can try out all these people but we know like 10 out of 11 spots so you're all just fundamentally just trying to check out one spot so look at the order so it's Whoa. probably be dhawan so it'll be dhawan yeah. rohit followed by kohli four they have to play ayer now so four is ayer five is the one spot that the captain they have to they have to play the vice captain okay which is your kl rahul he hey, also the test captain now also the test captain now yeah we'll come to that he'll probably okay. be the captain so, at the world cup match by the way at this rate so so five is kl uh, six is pandya seven is jadeja sky Finish, sky no? sky they, where is sky where are you going to play sky <laughs> only yeah, under no. lights ha ah, <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. So you get that. No, no, don't worry. Injuries are here. injuries are coming. Don't worry. There's ah, you'll have more people, <laughs> people getting injured. <laughs> okay. By Everyone way, will watch from NCA. So it's this <laughs> is Australia women's first loss of 2022. Man, what a team. insane man! Insane. Insane. First oh, loss insane. of 2022. Yeah. And so that too, they lost the super over. Super over. Yeah. 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 So coincidentally, when 
with uh, with unadkat coming back into the team and ishan kishan scoring a double hundred it prompted karun nair to tweet that requesting cricket and life to give him one more chance which i think was yeah a bit poignant i nice. didn't think of yeah, karun nair yeah. when when uh, kishan made his double hundred right the 300 it was also it was also i think a call out to uh, Unadkar's tweet Unadkar tweeted what 2 3 years ago just before the lockdown when ah, yes. uh, he yeah. tweeted a red ball picture and said he wants one more chance at it ah, and yeah. he's got his chance hopefully he'll get in the 11 i mean deserved or undeserved we don't know but i mean good luck anyone who can show up and do well for india right now is welcome <laughs> to join especially uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there is also a that. new guy called saurabh kumar who's come in he's left arm slow yes. i think trained by the likes of bishan singh bedi and and yeah. stuff who's also yeah. been capping 40 50 odd you know wicket season after season so i think there there, there is good talent coming in but Oh, sorry saurabh kumar I, is the third backup to jadeja yeah. <laughs> so it is who, who nobody has seen him. ja akshar that after that comes saurabh like, i don't know what happened to jadeja like i don't know if his, if his injury was that they cut himself in half or something yeah <laughs> some, some yeah he's been gone for ages so it's Can very him. sorry to see this team instead And, of you know, selection he's putting election that is so silent and we won't be surprised if we lose one test also like it won't even be surprising we're like ah t20 were losing odi were losing safe to just lose the other format also just to keep it like you know efficient all across the board because we're not performing anywhere and i'm really worried we and they'll say oh we haven't played tests in a long time we were busy preparing for t20 <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we got confused with odis suddenly they gave us a test we don't know what to do we work hey, hours by mistake also you were batting like test format in odis in t20s no what is there <laughs> no the, the day india loses that test match against bangladesh i would want to see i would want cameras on pgk to see how he deals with that trauma that will be something Dude, it's like yes. that, 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 that i cannot watch <laughs> but but i think they have to win the test right if they want any chance of wtc or is it out yeah no no, no they Who have cares to about wtc look at england no wtc no nothing they are playing their own thing right they they keep the table also doesn't make any sense england are like in the bottom of the bottom half i mean all of this is fine i mean australia is going to come to india and thalpas i feel look at marnus and steve Smith. I mean, these yeah, two are just, just just wanted to ask that question earlier. Also, what what bowling attack, test bowling attack, right now in the world, do you think can stop baseball? I mean, Australia is the only one. South Africa did right. South Africa did right in one test. South Africa. It's a it's a combination of bowling attack and conditions. You have to. You have I would to say pick both. Yeah, yeah. The current South African attack in South Africa would. Pose a good, I mean, but even as I say it, I remember Ben Stokes scoring that double hundred yeah, the last time, which was a yeah. crazy innings pre baseball era also. So I don't know, man. India I mean, in India, Chennai. yes. Chennai, Ashwin. Chennai with Ashwin, Akshar. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. They, they won. I'm the best baseball. They won a test match in Chennai, right? So yeah, there you go. That's true. That is uh, true. But the next, I mean, I'm, I'm getting into the English trap here, where they talk about the Ashes all the time. But the next Ashes series looks mouth-watering right now. Yeah, absolutely. talking about ashes we should talk about australia they have brushed away west indies uh, obviously i don't think any of us expected any different but the real action is unfolding off the field with the whole david warner controversy uh, to get our listeners up to speed on what has been a very complicated saga now which has been going on for how many years like 5 years 
Warner has been trying to get his captaincy ban overturned after CA made an appeals process possible. But after getting into it, Warner realized that the process is a public trial of sorts and not something that happens behind closed doors. And he then chose to withdraw because he doesn't want to put himself and his family once again through what has been a very traumatic experience, right? Uh, at the end of the day, it was ball tampering. He has done his time. Uh, you could say, I mean, he's, he's been punished. You could also question why does Warner want this ban to be overturned at this stage in his career? Like, does he really harbour captaincy ambitions? Or is this more like, you know, Kabir Khan in, uh, what is that film? Chuck Day India. It's just, you know, I want to clear the bad name that I've been given The, the Gaddar that is written on his wall in black letters. Ah, exactly. Right. Now, maybe that is all it is, right? He just wants to go out with a clean chit. It is... Coming up late on Warner's career and he's, he's had, by the way, a couple of really bad years. He's not scored 100 in a couple of years and just 450s in his last 26 test innings. So, clearly a career in decline as well. Thoughts, guys? So, uh, uh, I think two other things that have happened uh, with this whole episode is that CA were trying to sort of get the complete hearing done. And it's been, it's been quite long since they, I think, uh, started the process for it before... Warner finally makes his return to the BBL. So they were hoping, I don't know if they were hoping that he would captain one of the sides, but they were hoping that the hearing gets completed before uh, the BBL starts. And I don't think that's going to happen now with Warner's statement. And the other thing is, uh, Warner's manager is a guy called David Erskine, who's, I think, a bit of a famous personality in, in Australia sport. Uh, he's come out with an explosive statement saying Warner was scapegoated. And I mean, the instructions to do ball tampering were received from the top and from the top as in Cricket Australia, uh, senior members of the board. And so, uh, I mean, I don't know what's going to come out of it. As as you mentioned, it's it's coming to towards the end of uh, Warner's career. He's not been getting any runs. I think the only hope is Sunrisers, Hyderabad make a beeline for him to come back again to the IPL. But I mean, other than that, it's 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 like, you know, Cricket Australia doesn't know how to end this. And uh, I think the Australia, Cricket Australia CEO has also come out uh, with a statement saying that Warner could have very easily requested for parts of the trial to be held behind closed doors and for the facts to not come out. It's just a sad, sad mess for what's been a stellar career for Australia across formats. And uh, there have been lots of uh, messages of support from the Australian team supporting Warner on Instagram, etc. So, yeah, I mean, Australia, the board and the players have had a thorny relationship of late and this just adds to the whole thing. And they are Talking of that uh, relationship between the players and the board, right? Pat Cummins apparently uh, said we will not endorse certain brands, etc. going forward. And Alinta Energy be- or something. Alinta like Energy, because they're not sustainable, renewable. Support coming from all quarters. Uh, I don't know if you guys also heard this Faf Du Plessis on the TGC podcast. He, of course, is a patron saint of ball tampering. <laughs> no other way Correct. to say it. He Correct. is the zipper on the... He admits pant. it. He well. admits it. And uh, he also says when he was uh, hauled up the first time or maybe the second time, one of the first voices that came out in support of him was actually Steve Smith, who said, uh, yeah, everybody does it. <laughs> he actually said that. So, ball tampering is very much an open secret in cricket, right? And uh, even after the whole sandpaper gate happened, and it happened in very fractious circumstances between Australia and South Africa, in South Africa, Faf Du Plessis apparently reached out to Steve Smith and said, hey, this is very unfortunate. You guys have been punished too hard and all of that. Yeah. English are never, never going to really admit it or, uh, you know, sort of express their uh, dissent against it. But 
a lot of the 2005 ashes was uh, credit yeah, to yeah. murray means that mark scotik was chewing yeah. all the while in the slip cotton so yeah i mean it's it's a it's something that cricket australia just like they entered into the whole scene without realizing how it was going to end they didn't think things through and i mean it's just going on and on and on and i'm at least glad that smith has gotten out of it he's captaining a test for australia now and uh, uh, i mean the bowlers i don't know whether they were involved or not but i mean at least their image has been completely whitewashed uh, so yeah warner is is a sad sad tale in that sense that he's the only one left other than probably cameron bancroft or whatever Minecraft still plays the art game in BPL. I think he opens for. No, he's he's back in yeah. first class cricket. All, yeah. all I will say is how evil does your you know board have to be where people are actually siding with David Warner of all people <laughs> who used like who's like everybody used to like look at David Warner and say oh my god he's the worst he's terrible he's the epitome of the web you know badly behaved Australian cricketer of course he's done a bunch of things PR wise the last two three years to like change that uh, yeah. but yeah. TikTok. But now he has the sympathy. Now people are looking and like, no, 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 this is too much. But yeah, yeah. no, the human the human mind tends to forget fairly quickly, man. You know how so we quickly. sounded at that point. We sounded like if we found David Warner, we'd bury him ourselves. Like you bring the <laughs> shovel, I'll bring the sand. We'll do it because that was the and we were not even South Africans. We are okay, Indians. Who's going to bring the paper though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how we 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 were the executioner in the corona ourselves. But I think we tend to forget he's likable, and if one of us is Telugu, he does a lot of those songs on Instagram. So we tend to pardon him for the stuff he does. But I don't think. crick their whatever legal system was ever looking to pardon him to them they really needed to show him as that guy who suffered for the you know whatever he brought to their name yeah he was their fall guy and they didn't look to drop that ball they it's not like they suddenly became assholes today they forever held their guard of you are never going to be treated the way you were treated before what you did was wrong and we will chastise you this is not done yet. yeah I think you punish people and you move on. I mean, this is not done. No, this frankly, yeah. this also goes back, Murli. This also goes back to the fact that uh, Warner was one of the most most outspoken guys when the last uh, pay dispute between Cricket Australia and and the players happened. So, I mean, he he's I don't know if he's paying for that or it's something else. But you're right. I mean, it I, seems I, I remember had an agenda against him. I remember one thing right I don't know about Steven Smith or Bancroft but I remember the first ever interview Warner had he couldn't say the first two words man he was breaking down and he was completely in shambles like I don't know why I did it I genuinely regretted guys I and I don't like he he wasn't defending himself he was like I know I made the worst mistake of my life and a full 30 year old man wailing out there I knew he had done wrong and for him to suffer nearly what 10 8 years later i don't think that's fair this has cricket australia also saying i don't think that's fair it's just the yeah, legal system is, that's completely yeah. yeah completely you know sitting and and hammering him to the wall it's just very sad to see look i just want to make this point this could not have come at a worse time if you are either an australian fan or a ca board with australian cricket even though they might be juggernauts on the field but they are not right like i want to go back to that first season of um, the test on amazon prime where the prime minister himself is caught is on record admitting how deep australian cricket is and that it's either Uh, it's either the bookies or the brickbats and in the worst possible way right like if you are someone who's paying playing for australia today and this couldn't have come at a worse time right like australia don't have anyone today outside of say a pat cummins whatever to they can call as a hero who's bankable enough and can get the fans driven outside of an india and this whole pr has kind of 
played on to their faces they need a david warner as much as a david warner needs a captaincy maybe one can say that he's gone philosophical and says that oh i don't want captaincy today but ca at this precarious position know how bbl itself is being sidelined it's been marginalized and they don't want their people giving up bbl contracts waiting getting injured whatever but yet playing in ipl playing whatever whatever right like they need all their homegrown stars to come in a lot of power dynamics that's at work between multiple boards and ca wants to be this thing where it also needs the sponsors the whole alinta energy fiasco is another you know probably a whole podcast to discuss right like you have one of the strongest player negotiations and the player union that is there who can bat for you who can be vocal and outspoken and i see this as a message that you know your players union can be but we are going to make we are going to have this rv i think it's just that and what's going to happen is you're going to see um, some ripple effect some second order effects after say the australian summer is over and i am calling it here january you're going to see some sensational Uh, announcements from them when okay. i see heads roll <laughs> you could tell that about multiple teams but before we uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we close out this podcast guys since we were talking about ball tampering personally what is your take on ball tampering this is my take uh, i'm thinking on the fly here allow the bowlers to do whatever they want with the ball but allows the batsman to change the ball at any point in time after x number of overs and you can decide what x is in a test match it could be 40 it could be 50 whatever so between x and 2x let's say so between 40 and 80 overs at any point in time bat- the batting team gets to decide whether the ball should be changed or not that's that's the way i would go i mean if every team is doing it and it's something that's so tough to legislate why are you even trying to legislate it Thought- but nitin I'll, i'll ask you why why right like you have ba- uh, you have batsmen carrying bats the weight of like deadlifts and yeah, right so you are how- uh, agreeing with me i guess no yeah. i i say don't even mention don't make it legal i understand oh. and let people tamper right like you will obviously replace the ball after 80 overs right this degree of ball tam- tampering let it be discreet does it have to be specified i mean Well, no, I mean, everyone knows that there's a certain specified weight that a bat carries, right? But it's something that's not discussed at length as compared to say a ball tampering, right? How is that related to ball tampering, Samir? No, no, I'm, like I'm, some random thing you're bringing from somewhere. I think like Samir's point. I think I, I think I can interpret what Samir is trying to say. He's trying to oh, say nobody okay. talks about this person's bat is 2.6 kilos, that person's bat is exactly. 1.8 kilos. Sure. Similarly, nobody should talk about this ball is very scuffed up. Yeah. That ball is shiny and red and pink and peach. Yeah. Right. My, my, my take is pretty uh. straightforward, which is that uh, don't you, you're not allowed to. no destructive tampering but you can do quote unquote <laughs> constructive tampering if that makes any sense which means that again <laughs> if you want to use you mint and this thing and sunscreen yeah you want to do whatever you want to shine one side you shine you shine it on jack lee's head you basically rub this thing on it rub it in your crotches rub it in your groin put saliva do whatever you want i think most of it is just a placebo thing but fine you want to shine it use whatever external uh, thing you want to shine saliva got banned no because they yeah, found out but, but they also try to ban like mints and all that no it's fine use mints yeah it's okay do whatever you want sure but no but just don't the problem the is ball. then you also try to legislate against fielders throwing the ball into the practice pitches on a bounce like that for instance now what is that is that you know part of the game I mean, that is you that... can't do much about you know i think those things i know but they are the, the fielding teams have actually been 
whatever ask that's not true. to that's true they don't they uh, suddenly they forget that they can throw the ball on the full and their shoulders ah. are not that strong that's true yes, i do yes, agree they will that. always do because they can right it is my point is ball tampering is so difficult to legislate that's the whole point it has been going on forever faf duplessis has, and steven smith have pretty much said that every team does it i think virat kohli and team in south africa also indirectly had to say that because they were saying yeah things happen with the ball in this country and the camera strained a certain way there's clearly so much of cloak and dagger around ball tampering which which is why is it that all some cricket problems are so uniquely cricket no other <laughs> sport has these problems no other sport has these discussions in football they don't discuss can we destroy the ball can we not destroy the ball how much of the ball can you destroy nothing like just very cricket problems football has its own problems yeah. that's true <laughs> that is true <laughs> Yeah, But yeah. yeah no I mean I my take is that uh, if you want to pick the seam scuff the ball on the ground I mean I I've literally uh, known that there were teams who used to do it rub the ball on the ground and just make it ready for the spinners because India didn't have pacers back back in the day and Kumble da we have them now <laughs> I don't know No we don't have spinners But, also <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so who to you know work the ball up for please don't But, disrespect jayant yadav <laughs> <laughs> a giant amongst men <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah i mean essentially if you want to pick the seams cuff the ball up any way you want that's fine don't bring any external substances onto it don't use bottle tops or mints or uh, i don't know nail cutters or whatever else sandpaper sandpaper oh oh that okay yeah. no that <laughs> that, that is never done what are you talking about i was just amused <laughs> by the whole uh, the saliva thing man like after all this they came back and said guys saliva doesn't have any i have a feeling by the way if they do the same controlled experiment with sweat or with anything else that is because they'll find none of this has an impact nobody knows what makes a ball swing except but saliva you know, was more the, covid right Yeah they no they initially banned it because of covid but now they have banned it permanently right because permanently, they found out yeah. yeah the covid era test matches they found the ball swung exactly as much as it used to before initially when they were banning saliva there was talk of artificial saliva do you remember that there was talk of using Correct. artificial kukubura they would come out with imagine what bottle one guy will come running out to the field 12th manager sir and the, I, i you have to imagine how would they fill the bottle the they were waiting and asking people to spit inside the bottle for half an hour so that they could go during the drinks break and pass the saliva to people <laughs> no, you, know, But, would, you know who would be providing all the saliva right all the rajini fans saliva <laughs> oh god <laughs> I, I, at least if you had said it was indian cricket fans i agree because we've been spitting so much watching us play i think there was enough left over for us yeah. and I, i don't know but the, the reverse swing part is real like like tampering with the ball to genuinely get the ball to swing if you roughen up one side that i think is real i mean in the little bit of cricket i played i know that there is you know if you sure. genuinely roughen up no, one course. side it yeah. does have impact but even that being said external things right then there is no limit to it like the minute you start yeah. doing things people would bring whatever the hell they want right they'll bring like Imagine I, coming I, into the field with like one axe one really <laughs> no, this is easy to legislate i guess there are certain things just like you're entering a flight you know there are yeah. things you cannot bring power bank <laughs> yeah no no bombs no explosive devices onto the field india anyway doesn't have a power bank oh and you know <laughs> Power bank, by the way, is actually allowed in the football stadium because the ball has that sensor, and they were recharging the footballs at the World Cup. I don't know if you guys saw, <laughs> but in cricket ground, it cannot be allowed. In New Delhi and in parts of Bangladesh, it says in the in those airlines, you no copra allowed. C O P R A. You know what copra <laughs> is? The, 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 
that's a legit thing apparently it blows up sometimes so cobras are not allowed they are not allowed not, not, not to be confused with cobras which is nagin which is different in yes, bangladesh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so cobra is interesting yeah. because that is uh, one of the rare things which is banned both at airports and in cricket grounds because you can use it to rough up a ball also <laughs> so there yes, you go i agree yeah all right in a week when england have been going all intent australia kicked out olinta england are changing paradigms australia are changing power dynamics lots happening in the game of cricket but jay devunathkat is back we shall sign off on episode 49 hoping for better times for indian cricket three cheers to the women's team for that amazing win against australia meanwhile keep listening to the bits and pieces podcast please leave us ratings five star only thank you to everyone who thanks to whom we are figuring high on the spotify drab charts and keep us there with more ratings on behalf of pgk chops murli and samir this is nitin saying bye see you again next week same time on the same podcasting platform say bye guys bye bye, bye. see you bye